Here we go. Welcome to the final episode of this season's Trash Talk. It's been a long season, but finally, the light is at the end of the tunnel and we can almost grasp it if you can even do that with light. Oh, nice. So you're, you're telling me this is not going to go to five games, so this is it. You're telling me, you're telling me this is over? You're telling me Melbourne's going to win? I'm always in the worlds of Crowded House. Please don't dream it's over, but do, because it's done. <laughs> Melbourne United are going to win one of the next two games for sure, most likely the next game. Mm. If we even look at the odds, I'm not sure what they're sitting at at the moment. I, I reckon it's negative around odds? $1.10. Yep. Max. Yeah. And even then, I'm probably going to touch the Wildcats if that's the case. <laughs> but look, it's tough. The fact that they were able to sneak two home games, and I wouldn't even call it sneak, two home games mm. against the Red Army, packed out crowds, you can't give them much chance. No, it's going to be hard, isn't it, with all their injuries. And I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Mitch Norton make the, the trip over. I mean, he's playing on one leg. He can barely walk. Oh, he's playing um, on two. I watched the game. Did you? Yeah, he's playing no, on two. Well, he's on one. He's on He's on 1.5. Uh, but yeah, you've got to be on a plane for four hours, come over here. So I just don't think it's going to be... And he, it's not going to be out of... I think they're going to take the decision out of his hands. Talking to Damien Martin, courtside, he was saying, look, they're going to have to just rip this decision away from him because he's giving everything he's got. If they come over here, is he, are they going to win three games without Bryce? Clint Steiner's not going to be there. Luke Travers is still iffy. It's going to be really hard. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's tough one, but they've showed a lot of heart as the oh, Wildcats do. I'll tell you what, when you look at this, it's the Perth Wildcats have played better than Melbourne United. Mm. When you look at the roster that the Wildcats are putting out there with no Cotton, no Travers, who's turned into a star. Mm. So that, in my opinion, it may not the body of work isn't there, yep. but how he was playing so far in the playoffs, that player is a star. Mm. So that's another stud out. Steindl. Massive for that team. Spreads the floor. You yep. take him out, all of a sudden you're relying very, very heavily on Blanchfield, who in my opinion is not the guy to be relying heavily on. Yep. So the Wildcats, how they have played, how Trevor Gleeson has coached in this has been absolutely impeccable. And you know what? I was about to say, if you give them a runners-up prize, you do, but you do get the runners-up prize. It's coming second. In yeah. <laughs> but no one remembers you when you come second. No, it's been, it's been really admirable. It's been impressive to see them. And they've just done their game plan. It's literally going out there and said, look, we have to change the way we play. We don't have Bryce. And Melbourne's had to... But respect to Melbourne. No, that's, that's where I'm going with That's it. the that's, tough part. Yeah, yeah 100%. You, you take Bryce Cotton out of that yeah. team and all of a sudden everything you scouted for, everything you prepared yeah. during the season is different when you take Bryce out of mm. that team more than you take any other player out of any other team. So credit to Melbourne. It's a lot of people say oh, it's, it's so much easier without Bryce. No. no. It's not. Yeah. Other guys step up. It's a back-against-the-wall mentality, and you're coming up against a team who virtually has to run a completely different offense, and that's why there's credit on both sides here. For Trev, yeah. being able to seamlessly just fit in almost a totally new structure yeah. around other guys, yeah. and Dean Vickerman, Justin Schuler, and the Melbourne United coaching staff being able to react to that and come up against a team that you've never even had to scout. You've never really watched. There's mm. never been an extended time where you've had to worry about the Wildcats without Cotton. And it's exactly that because people are thinking okay they don't have all these guys so Melbourne's just going to wipe the floor of them. Melbourne oh, no. has to play the way the Wildcats are playing so basically they have to try and be better than the way the Wildcats are in their game plan you can't just go out there and say we're going to play super quick because Perth's not going to allow that so literally they have to just buy into okay this is the way Perth's playing without Bryce, without Steiner, without Travers we've got to be better in this and it's been a game, it's been both of them have been a game I'm they tried to break it open twice, and in the end... Well, they had their chance. Wagstaff makes that shot, and even Chris Goulding said it. Wagstaff is not mm. the type of guy you want to give, and I find that an interesting comment, considering that he blew a layup yeah. at that same arena. Yeah. So, actually, Wagstaff's probably <laughs> the guy that I want shooting that shot if I'm Melbourne United. It's yeah. no disrespect. He's a great player. But, boy, he blew the layup of the century. Yeah. 
in one of the worst beats mm. if anyone happened to be betting on that game. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be pretty disappointed. Yeah. No, you're right, you're right. Credit for both sides, but it's been it's been a, a better series than I thought a lot of us thought without Bryce Cotton. Then you know Travis to start game one, Steindl gets hurt, and we're all thinking, goodness me, this is going to be tough. But just as we said, the toughness, the heart, the grit from the Wildcats, which we know comes with being a yeah, Wildcat. Shock, shock horror. Yeah, shock And horror. it starts with Mitch Norton. I mean, what he's doing is really, it's unbelievable. And um, I would have loved to see him just get one game, which would be huge if they can get it in Melbourne. But Melbourne's coming home. They haven't seen Delay their the fans. inevitable Wildcats. Delay the inevitable. It would Give be, us one game. It would be awesome for them to see, but I think Melbourne's going to come. And I think the key is the game, uh, the first quarter on Friday, we've seen Perth come out hot at home the first quarters of both games I think Melbourne's going to come out and just put the sword to them in front of their fans in front of family and friends and do Perth have enough like Melbourne have to come back after that I don't know if they but do but there's always that one where you've got half a foot over the finish line oh yeah for sure where you think you're there yeah. But I don't know whether the fight's in the Wildcats. But then again, do they have to quarantine for two weeks coming back? Mate, oh, if they do, that's, again, that's a big First question. off, that's bullshit. Yeah. I'm not going to be getting into politics and that sort of stuff, but that's bullshit. Surely you can find a way to get them into a bubble well, we, I mean, or something of that nature. Good now. We can go to New Zealand, but we can't go to Queensland. <sighs> so if there is, that's, again, that's... Find ridiculous. a way to bubble them. Find a way to just put them in some sort of silicon enclosure and roll them down here. If there is... Because they're going to lose. Yeah, and it's going to be... Look at the film. If there is some sort of... like, Surely they can at least do it at home. If that's that's the way you're going to go to show you... If they have to go to a hotel quarantine... No, they'll they'll be able to do it. They'll they'll work it away on that side. But I just think there's a... Surely there's some sort of bubble thing. You're coming down here for most likely just to get smacked in one game. Yeah. It just doesn't seem right. No, it's not. That'd be an absolute... Terror for everyone involved. Because you don't want to be chartering flights to come down when you're going to lose. But one man who has skin in the game on both sides now, it would have been, oh. yeah, is the great man Craig Hutchison. Oh, of course, a very good friend, friend of the brand here at Sportsbet. Obviously runs SEN, one of our favourite networks out here. But now he's leading a consortium to buy the Wildcats, mm. which I love because all the Wildcats fans have hated on United for so long. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, Hutchie said, you know what? Hate me now. Yeah. I own you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw that Lockie Reed came out and ran with it on the news. and Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah credit to Lockie Reed was the one that um, came out with that, of course. Yeah, yeah huge, isn't it? I mean, the owner's been looking to sell for 18 months. We put our bid in, got knocked back. How old's Jack Bendat now? Not sure. It's interesting because I haven't looked too closely into the thing, but you know, just from an optic standpoint, the man does seem very, very old. Yeah. I'm not sure. It'd have to be high 90s. High ninety, high ninety, yeah, maybe, for sure, yeah. for sure. That dude is is crawling, yeah. But <laughs> but he's done some major major things for the yeah. Wildcats. But it's interesting, you know, when someone is clearly that passionate about the team, it's interesting that it didn't transfer over to kids, or because from all reports, he has children. Yeah, I don't but know. It's anything interesting about that it didn't him. stay yeah. within the family. But look, I think we got to give credit to Jack Bendat through this for sure. That he's probably the sole reason that the Wildcats are in the position today. I know they're having a bit of success before that, but yeah. when you get someone that is that passionate, you look at what Larry's done for the league, in my opinion, is similar to what Ben Dad's done for the Wildcats as an individual organisation. When you mix passion and money, well, I'll tell you what, a lot of times things can go very, very wrong, but when you get it right, it's fantastic and we see a class organisation. Have a guess. Go, go with the age. Have a guess. I've got, I've got it. You know it. Yep. Go for it. Have a ping. You're close. 124. 96. Oh, I was going to say 99 anyway. But high 90. Yeah. He, looks, he looks around that age. So it's, yeah, it's, it's good innings. Yeah, it is. Um, Hopefully, many more to go. And that's the whole thing. Yeah, where the success has come from for the Wildcats, this is uh, hopefully some really good news for them to continue to build off and continue to be that powerhouse that everyone is just envious of. Well, the good news is, well, Trev hanging around, which I thought was, I thought potentially mm. with a change of ownership, you know, owners always want to have their. 
finger in the pie somehow and want to have a say in decisions that are happening. So I could imagine that, and, and it would be a weird decision to say, Trev, move on, but I could understand Trev saying, you know what, new ownership coming in, I've had a great rule, under Ben Dowd, I want a new coaching challenge and take that godfather deal over in Asia. But it's a good, it's a good sign. If I'm Perth Wildcats fans, I'm saying that's a good sign that obviously the consortium that's coming in is of good nature if Trev's happy to hang around. Do you think if we put in a bid to buy the Wildcats? Absolutely as, zero chance. Yeah, but as like a, as, as a piss take, but it started like this from Peter Hurley, Felix, on trash talk. Do you think you got past the first sentence? Or we, would, we would have trouble buying something from the 7-Eleven as a consortium. No, I tried. The coffee machine was broken though. But I, was I would love to like, purchase something one day. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a beat-up old Volkswagen at $2,000, mm. but approach with the financial backing of a consortium. Yeah, it would be nice. It just it? sounds like a royal. It just sounds like if someone says they're going to purchase something via a consortium, it just sounds like they're using a lot of money. Just get your guarantor of uh, Dave Anderson. No, he's there. He's going to do it. I haven't spoken to him yet, but he said he'd look after me. Right, speaking of which, easiest title he'll ever win. Dave Anderson, well, yeah. he's done it before as well with no, United. It's, it's incredible. It's just unbelievable. Chips, yeah. and it's that winning culture. It and, and it's hard. Look, I'm not going to credit this one with Dave Anderson came in and made an impact here. I think, of course, having that in the back, of course, good. But yeah. I think he's won some better ones in his time. Oh, I'm sure he has too. It's, just, <laughs> it's fitting that he gets to now, get the big one. Now, oh. I did come in here wanting to go on a rant. Oh. Because I love one of those. And I've got one here. Ben Simmons. Oh. Now, some of the Viterol that people have come at Ben Simmons with is absolutely ridiculous. It's pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Yep. The guy had a shocking playoff series. Mm. Yes, he has skills that he needs to work on. But people calling him now he's pulled out of the boomers to go and you know work on said yep. skills. And we're not sure what's going to happen there. But even before that decision was made, if I'm Ben Simmons sitting there and just looking, yeah, if you just scroll through social media, mm. just F him. F him. Coming from Australians as well. Yeah. Coming from Australian mm. media people mm. as well. This isn't just your regular everyday fans. This is people who are meant to have a voice within the sport. Just clowning Ben Simmons because he had a bad series. Now, Ben Simmons, of course, it's been well documented in the media with some of the family stuff that had gone on yep. over the last couple of months, all that sort of stuff. He did not look himself at all. No. And we live in this sort of, and I'm not saying mental health here, no. but I'm just saying you can't on one hand say, okay, we can't be abusing athletes. This is yeah. ridiculous. But then on the other hand say, oh, no, he's not a footy player, so we're just going to go absolutely nuts on no. it. It's just ridiculous and it's embarrassing to those people that are saying, hand your passport back in because you're not playing for the Boomers. You know what? He doesn't have to play for the freaking Boomers. I'll, I'll, if he's got other things that he wants to work on, yeah. go and do it. Because I'll tell you what, Ben Simmons in the Boomers is not as big an impact as people are making it out to be. Yeah. In nowhere near is it a bigger impact. Yeah. He cannot shoot the ball at the moment. That's what he needs to work on. Personally, I'd rather him spend the offseason, go and fix that jump shot, find that stroke. And then at the next Olympics after this, this, then he's going to be able to make a much bigger impact in the FIBA game when he can shoot versus what he's playing now. But in no way does he have to play for the Boomers. No. And it's ridiculous. Hand back your passport, this sort of stuff. Geez, I'd love to just look introspectively at other people's lives yeah. and see what they're choosing yeah. to do. You know what? Don't cheat on your wife. Okay. How about that? Holy. How about that sort of stuff? You know, how about it, yeah. you, you put it in the proper yellow recycling yeah. bin instead of being lazy and not walking Pick up your dog poo. Stuff like that. All it's that. Just, yeah. People just expect so much. And we have this tall poppy syndrome and this pile on with Australian athletes overseas. Mm. We see it with Nick Kyrgios. And, of course, some of that was brought on by himself. And we, you know what the thing we're is? We're seeing it now with Ben mm. Simmons. And I'll tell you what, it couldn't make me more pissed off because I thought he played like shit. Yeah. He played shit. 
terrible. Uh, you know what? But I'm not going to go in there and say he's an idiot. He doesn't deserve to play for Australia. All this sort of stuff. It's just embarrassing. And you know what it was? And people try to hide behind. He's getting paid forty million dollars. Blah, blah. So what? And you yeah. talk about working on. Needs to see a sports psychologist for his own mental because of all this. Like everyone, yeah, of course, his own teammate. Embiid threw him under the bus. But Embiid's a rat. Embiid, Embiid's an idiot. Mate, you've had eight turnovers. I'm saying, as we said, Ben was a major reason. Don't get us wrong that they lost that series, or he does have things to work on. But you don't do that. Like you had eight turnovers yourself. I just hate unless you throw a perfect round. It's ridiculous. We all sit back here that as soon as we have these superstar athletes, we just want to clown them. Yeah, and stuff like. But half the accounts are. Just random things, LeBron fan accounts, but it really Oh, there's is the a, American stuff. And I don't care. Yeah, American sports culture is yeah. different. American yeah. sports culture is different. But you look at, I always look at like the MMA and the UFC where you've got great Brazilian fighters. Mm. You know, guys like Jose Aldo, stuff like that. When they lose or put in a bad performance, you look on their comments, it's all like like love hearts. Yeah. And bounce back, bounce back. We don't have that over yeah. here. Yeah. If an Australian on the national stage does poorly, yeah. they just get clowned and jumped on. But And you said- I'm happy that he's not going to play for the Boomers for the sake of now every Aussie would have been like at Tokyo. Oh, here goes Ben. Like we've got to make sure Ben's do it. like we don't need that. Like the pressure would have been ben immense Simmons from people who don't understand how the FIBA game worked would have been ridiculous. How how, did, how good did Giannis play the World Cup? Shocking. Shocking. He played terrible because yep. he's not a great jump shooter. Yep. The court is smaller yep. and the dimensions of the court are smaller in FIBA. It just doesn't fit his games. Would he have been a great player in the Olympics? Yes, I reckon he would have been, but nowhere near the level that you think he would have been yep. until he develops those certain other skills. And you know what? I don't blame him for not playing. Mm. If I had taken one look online and people were saying that stuff about me, then God forbid I'd be thrown on the green and gold as well. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's all it's crap to see, see it all. And as you said, we pride ourselves on Aussies of like coming together through all all sorts of tough times. Clearly, he's going through some sort of tough time in the way. He's and I'm not pulling the mental health. No, we're not. Because I'm that saying, gets pulled way too yeah, much for people. But I'm saying like he's got to work. Time. He's got to work on things. So it's like, why don't we just try and support support him? Know he's going to yeah. bounce back rather than just try and shit on him and bring him down. That what's that going to do? Yeah. Is that gonna and I'm fine with the yeah. saying, oh Ben needs to work on his jump shot. That's all fine. Sort of that's stuff. true though. The, the vitriol. Yeah, that's the stuff true. Hand back your passport. All, all of this yeah. sort of stuff where it's you know the guy's a clown doesn't deserve to be in the NBA. No, shut up. Yeah. If you're saying that, you're not a true fan of Australian basketball. Just shut up. You can be critical of obvious things like working on your jump shot. I'm still critical that we did a power stance in the. 2017 grand final against Richmond, Equally, it got destroyed. It was bad. Yeah, so it's like Crow shouldn't have done that. And now look right. at us. From one free agent, well, he's not a free agent, from one offseason to another one, free agent moves in the NBL. Nick Kay, obviously, there was a lot of talk that we thought mm. he was going to come back to the NBL eventually. Nada, Japan. Big deal, apparently. So, big deal, apparently. Big Godfather deal. Why is all this money in Japan? Why are we here? I don't know. Yeah, it's a great question. They, have they got a trash talk? Yeah. yeah, they got a lot of COVID as well. Oh, that's true. That so would have been done. Um, yeah, massive. I mean, all reports was he was the marquee guy for Tassie. So, that's going to change a few moves, I think, already. You got Liafa. Apparently, is just no. signed. I've heard. Lea- I've heard Kyle Adam and Liafa have signed for what for Southeast Melbourne. Oh yeah, no, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I've heard. Which as well. is weird. Two players mm. who seem to do very much the same thing, who seem to compete for very much the same court time. Well, I would have thought signing on very much the same team. I would have thought one of them would be going to Tassie. I would have thought that for sure. Mm. But now, I think halfway through the season, one of them will have been hoping that they, yeah, wishing that they went to Tassie. Yeah, it's going to be. I'm trying to think of where, where's Tassie go from here. Like no Nick K. All of a sudden, where do they build their core from? Who's their main guy that makes a splash when it comes to the free agency? Delhi. You reckon? I don't know. I've got absolutely no Tassie mail. Oh, that's why I'm trying to think. I have no links to Tasmania fun. apart from the citation that I got for urinating in public. And oh, good. Uh, 
Well, and the Ant Dome, don't forget. That, yeah, oh, that, yeah no. Did you create they one? Never, they they never you, took that. When you were urinating in public, you created an <laughs> uh, Yeah, they need to make something, because the season's like three months away. <laughs> next season's yeah. like three months away. So some sort of splash. Free agency's going to go bonkers starting next week, or whenever it's open, but when the season officially ends. Creek's back. Phoenix roster's pretty much all nearly back together. Um, who else is going to make some big splashes? It's going to be some a lot of movement, a lot of quickly. Well, there could be a massive splash if the Chinese government has oh, anything to say me. about it. Oh, yes, we're going Chinese government now. We're just touching everything on this episode. It's our last episode of the season. We're going to go hard. Looks like the Chinese National Basketball Association, I believe that's what it's called, is going to ban foreign imports for the next season at least. And it looks like it's a done deal. We saw Juma Fredette, who would be the most exciting player mm. to come into the NBL. I don't think it would do the marketing preseason that you probably wanted to do but when you watch him play during when you watch season, him play and he drops 50 yeah, each week yeah. you'd probably get pretty excited about it but guys like that like the Jimmer Fredettes Russ Smith they now become available on Starberry the yeah, so if somehow Stephane we can Marbury. Match, Imagine Stefan Marbury. Stefan Marbury, stuff like that. Starberry. Yeah. Has a statue in China. Imagine what we could do down at Fed Square. If that does happen, we're going to see... The but here's the issue. So people were getting excited. Jim Fredette tagged the NBL. Mm. And he's, oh, maybe he's interested in coming to the NBL. He also tagged the EuroLeague. He did. Who has a endless mm. supply of cash. Because the owners of a lot of these EuroLeague teams get up to absolutely no good, yeah, but and do you, they don't pay their tax. Do you think? Do you think he's a, like the EuroLeague type player? I feel like he's more of an NBL come out, as you said, try and get 50. like Rodney Clark on steroids. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I wouldn't be surprised. And Gorge was associate coach, I believe, was the term one in for him in China. So just Gorge making. If a he point. came to Illawarra it, with Tyler Harvey, and Tyler Harvey ain't coming back. Yeah, I can almost guarantee Where's Tyler going? Harvey ain't coming going? back. I don't know. He'll yeah, go Europe did you know? Like I know it's our last show of the season. Do you know you scored more threes than him in college? I did. Yeah. I did. Did we know that at home? Have I made that known throughout this show, the history <laughs> of the show, that I made more threes than Tyler Harvey in college? Look at us now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, Jim, all these, I mean, Maurice Spates or someone else, another name thrown up. Oh, Spates. See, now we get to the point where <laughs> yeah. we're just throwing out really these, like, okay. Old NBA This is dudes. the thing that I love about yeah. the NBL. We've got and just the NBL of who we want to come to the league. Oh, the EuroLeague's not – the Chinese basketball associations aren't taking imports now. We've got all these quality players who could average 50. Jim and Fredette, no, 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 no. Let's go for old-ass <laughs> Mo Spades. <Yeah. laughs> could well, yeah, maybe he's... drag a couple of old NBA fanboys mm. to the games as well. It'll be no, cool, I think though. The league, if, yeah. the league exposure is good enough now where we don't need to go after the Al Harringtons yeah. and the washed-up NBA players. We can now go for the legitimate talent. Steve Blake. Steve Blake, stuff like that. Like uh, somewhat of a skid mark on the, the NBL – for me, is that we go for these washed-up Johnny Flynn stuff like that. Actually, no, Johnny Flynn was, he was when, he, right. when he came, he was yeah. he was like three years off being drafted, yeah. so he was actually all right. But guys, I, I'd much rather get the Jim of Fredettes and the dudes that are legit studs. But the problem is, most of the time we just can't afford them. Yeah, so that'll be it'll be if that happens, it's going to be yeah, that's going to be wallets have to start opening. Just to see, the bigger the bigger names, the guys who can actually make an impact. Teams still want to win. We're not going to have the same thing as last year where Lamelo comes in and they finish last, but it was still great for the league. We teams still really want to simple win. a simple Google search of the net worth of Jack Bendat really makes me hope that he just decides to hang around somehow <laughs> for one more year and open the checkbook for Jimmer yeah, Fredette. Goodness me, Jimmer and Bryce. That would be ridiculous. That's too many, too many cooks in the kitchen there. Yeah. That wouldn't work. NBL one imports, mm. hot or cold? Well, it's hot, isn't it? Because got, are we going to get more, or are we stuck now? Because we've got somehow Lamar Patterson just swept under the rug. Olgan, where are you at? Yeah, really swept under the rug. <coughs> I'm cooked here. It's last end of the season, mate. I'm talking <laughs> about. Uh, yeah, just uh, they don't want. Why a lot of them won't want to go home, so they're going to be hanging around. Yeah, but that's the thing. I, I don't understand why they wouldn't want to go home. Well, if you, they don't have to quarantine. Yeah, but on the way back, 
because the season starts pre-season's in what six weeks well that's the hard thing so at least it shows that we're getting the one anyone's that are staying Scotty Machado everything like that we're keeping in the league <clears> but who are there any other possibilities of guys we could get well you think you've got your finger on the pulse not only are you on the NBL broadcast but you're also in the NBL one show yep you also play in the NBL one mm. so if there's anyone that can tell us that there is a sneaky import signing coming around it is you I have absolutely no substance to anything but the one I would be thinking of is the teams that haven't finished yet. Scotty Hobson. If Scotty Hobson doesn't, if, if Scotty Hobson, I've heard rumours. I've heard rumours no. around the watering hole. No, and I was hoping that you would run this, run with this. Scotty Hobson to Geelong. Oh my. Well, I mean, it fits, wouldn't it? I mean, Shula's got a lot of Melbourne United guys there, and it's and and the funniest thing is, I'm pretty sure they call it Geelong United. Yeah, is like their basketball. Oh, association. no, it is. It their is. business right. name yeah, that yeah, they're yeah. under is. is Geelong United. Like, just no subtlety at all. No, and I mean, it's all. What does Scotty Hobson do? Does he want to go home? Does he just want to hang around and just play for a little bit before preseason starts? And I mean, Mitch Creek played just a weekend doubleheader up in Queensland. I think so that that's all he's all playing. He was, I think that was all he's playing. I think someone wrote that on Twitter. I thought, geez, they got their use of it. And I mean, he's going media. away, isn't he? He's leaving. He's leaving next week, I think. Where to? Uh, Boomers camp. Oh, that's right. So he is. They're just one weekend. So does that happen? Does Scotty Hobson say, you know what? Maybe Scotty Hobson just to be a really good lad and be. I'll just whichever team wants to. Why is he coming to the Melbourne Tigers? We sit right I mean. down the bottom of the table. Yeah. I'm loading up threes. That's what I mean. Just play for a different team each week, Scotty. Just make the league a little bit more exciting. Just play for every single. Hot or cold, Jock Landale, or as Homicide said, Jack Landale, <laughs> <laughs> Finals MVP. Cold. Oh, I think Chris Golding is in the. I reckon they Chris Golding just has the. Is that nod because right you're good now. friends with Chris Golding? I'm good friends with Jock too. I'm, I reckon you're better friends with Chris. I think. Well, I know how the voting works. I think it's just going to be that whoever. I mean, it's going to come down to this game. How's the voting work? It's three, two, one. After a pa- there's a panel of five, three, two, one. Who's after on the panel? Game. Gazy, Liam. Don't know the other three. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not on it. I reckon you know. No, I don't. Holgan. know. No, I don't think he Hogan is. Hogan sneaks his way into a couple. I wonder if he'd have some media. No, they're usually past players on there. Yeah. Ones. It's oh, all so probably Damo. Players. Probably Damo's on there. Damo, you'd hope so. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's going to come down to this game. So, I mean, they're going to both, they might have both split See, here's three the thing and two that I love. in game one. Chris might have got three in game one, Jock two, might have been switched in game two. So, they might be tied right now. Oh, <laughs> we got something to watch. Yeah. Even if it, even <laughs> yeah. if it, even if it blows There's out. There's no market like, for it, though. I thought you would have had a market for it. Now, certain things, when, they, when it comes to voting and integrity, there's always a bit of the waters are muddied with those ones. So, we just prefer mm. to stay away. Fair enough. Just keep I like your, I like the little combo because people remember Trash Talk last year. I wore a flannel with a white shirt and you hated on me for it. And now I look at him. Look at this. Is that the shirt you? Is that the custom? That is fit that shirt? is the custom fit. That's the one you talked about last week. That is the. Look this is your, the custom. Look fit at the pecs shirt. on you. And you know what? It's the last episode of the year. Look at the pecs so on him. Roll into that. Look at the pecs on him. How much that run you? How much is what? That shirt custom. About hundred pounds. For that. Yeah. Is it is it made of gold? Underneath it is. Or something. Is there a gold underneath? Yes. Hot or cold. <laughs> Dyson Daniels signs with Ignite. That's cold. I mean, it's cold for the league. That's hot. For him, it's hot because it means they're going to have to make adjustments to the next star program. Ooh. Any of these things where people, you know, I'm not sure what the, the saying is, but when this sort of stuff happens, it means that they might just bend the rules for the next person and we might get someone even better. Yeah. So I like it. I reckon it's hot. It's cold and hot at the same time. It's lukewarm. I mean, he trained when we were playing for United, he trained a couple of times and I was like, oh, it- is he good? Is he legit? Apparently, Ooh, in you the just last made a facial years- expression for those listening on podcasts that suggests that he's not. As I'm about to say that I get cut off, why would we change the last episode getting cut off? And uh, he's 
gone ridiculous in the last two years in terms of growth spurt, athleticism, everything is insane. And like he is like NBA talent, like locked in now. So I would have loved to see him run around. And from reports were that the next star's treatment of Mojave King was one of the reasons why he didn't sign with – he was a bit worried about that. But I think he would have come in and made an impact somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you what, does this change the fact that his choice is that there's three imports next year and all of a sudden he's a little worried that – Oh, for sure. Behind. Because you look at a guy like RJ Hampton who's actually come out and played pretty well in the NBA that was playing on a team with really solid imports, mm. wasn't playing that much. Just thought of that on there? At all. Just thought of that right then. Would have got it earlier if I didn't get the rundown this morning. Would have thought of that last night. That's right. This was one of the latest rundowns that I've ever sent through. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're a busy man. Even did snooze and then wrote it afterwards. Even, and you've got a custom shirt. Busy man. <laughs> Naming an extended boomer squad. Mm. Where what? guys are cut before even going to camp. Yeah, strange. It's just weird to me. Also, but if you are cut, you'd be happier that you don't have to quarantine after like a five. How long's the camp? Is it five days or ten days? I don't think that. I reckon they go five days. But it, it'd have to be for this level of player. It'd be two sessions a day max. One but of them shooting. You'd be flat then, flying over there for five days, get cut, and because it happened to a couple of the. No, nah, but you get paid for it, and you'd, I, I reckon it'd be fine. I reckon you do it because it's a boomers camp. The worst part is. Oh no, you'd still do it because the worst part with yeah. this, if you make the extended squad. Mm. Now, a vast majority of people, friends, family would assume, okay, you've made the boomers squad. Yeah. When you hear that. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, wait, you got cut without going to camp? Yeah, yeah. What's that? Well, maybe they were, again, they were just waiting to see if, because now if ben, Ben's pulling out, so who else goes in? Does Thibel yeah. still go without Ben there? Yeah, I think Thibel, Thibel still goes. I think it's actually How's, how, worse for optics if he does. For Ben, if Thibel goes. Oh, 100%. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's going to be a big thing, too. Um, and then, yeah, hot, in, cold, cold. Tempered. 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 We'll, end the, we'll end the season on tempered. tempered. Anyway, there we go. That's probably the most loosely based hot and cold segment you've had all year. But luckily, it's the last one. Thank you for tuning in this season. Good luck to the Wildcats. Good luck to United, of course. There's not going to be much to wrap up on the back end because both me and Pete reckon that United just wrap this one up in the next game. What a season. I tell you what, there's part of me that's glad that it's over. <laughs> Enjoy and most importantly, gamble responsibly. 